Hey, good people, and welcome back to God in Therapy with your favorite counselor, Tara Body. Thank you for coming again into the therapy room to discuss a very important topic tonight. Um, if you need counseling, especially after this episode, I want you to go to tarabody.com and schedule a consultation or a counseling session. Or if you want to give me feedback about tonight, email me at info at tarabody.com because I really want to know, is this blessing you? Is this helping you on your journey of healing? Is this helping you to gain understanding about your life and some things? I need to know. And so uh, I pray that you reach out to me. And I'm going to pray before we start this very important topic tonight. Heavenly Father, Father God, I need you tonight, Lord, your anointing, your Holy Spirit, Lord, to speak about this very important topic about fathers, God. I pray that you give me the wisdom, Lord, the understanding, the discernment, Lord, the perspective to give to the listener. I pray, Lord, that they are given healing, Lord, they're given understanding, they're given whatever they need tonight, God, about this, God, so that you will help bring them into a better place of understanding and peace. God, we thank you in advance for it. We glorify your name. We honor you in Jesus Christ's name. We pray. Amen. All right. So the topic tonight is a sensitive topic. And um, the point of God in therapy is to bring conversations that I'm having with clients in, in therapy to the public. Because if you all are talking about it in therapy, I know it's not just one person. If I'm getting person after person after person in therapy talking to me, I know there are thousands and maybe millions of other people that have these concerns on their heart. And I'm bringing them to you because I want to bring healing to those who need it. I want to bring clarity and good perspective to help you. And so tonight's topic is entitled, Unhappy Father's Day. As you may have known in the month of May, I did a segment on Unhappy Mother's Day right before Mother's Day because I understand that sometimes Mother's Day is a very traumatic moment for, for a lot of people. It's a traumatic holiday where it brings up, it is very triggering to a lot of people. It brings up negative feelings, especially if you don't have a good relationship with your mother or your mother has passed or if the connection was not good before they passed. It can be very triggering for a lot of people. And so I want to do the same thing tonight to those of you who struggle with um, an unhappy Father's Day triggering. Um, this is a topic very close to my heart. It is something that I have personally dealt with. I, I want to speak to you because God has given me peace about my father. And I wanted to share that peace with you. I wanted to share the perspective he's given me. I want to share with you um, the knowledge and the wisdom he's given me so that I can live a very happy life despite the relationship um, that is very real between me and my father. So I want to share that with you tonight. Know that I have compassion for you. Know that I'm coming with a heart of love. Know that I'm coming because I care, um, not only just as a counselor, but someone that has a similar relatable experience to some of you, okay? So let's talk about this. Um, the role of a father in our lives is very much so should be mirrored by the relationship God has with his children. All right. That's what it should be. Our fathers are supposed to protect us, provide us and be priests for us, meaning to lead us into a relationship with the Lord. That's what our fathers are supposed to do. But when you don't have a relationship with your father, you wonder who is my provider? Who is protector? Who is leading me and targeting me into the path that I'm supposed to go on if I don't have a man speaking into my life? It can leave a child feeling extremely insecure, extremely unstable, 
even if you're in the home with a very strong and loving mother, she a lot of times has to play both roles, which can leave that being a very unbalanced relationship because her role as nurturer, as caregiver, as the one that is there to give you so much affection. And it's not that fathers aren't supposed to do that. It's just that the mother, that is one of her main roles is to really nurture you. But if she has to also play the role of provider and protector, it is very hard sometimes for mothers to navigate that role. And so unfortunately, a lot of children have grown up where their mother wasn't able to just be nurturer. She had to also be disciplinarian. She had to also work one or two jobs and she was tired and she was overworked because there was not a man there to father the child. So tonight I wanna talk to the children where it is very hard for you to deal with Father's Day because either you're disconnected with your father, meaning that you don't know him, do not know of him, don't have a relationship at all. And some of you know your father, but it is strained because he and who he is does not have the proper training or the mindset or the character to father you correctly. And when I mean correctly, I mean as God fathers us. And God, of course, fathers us in such an, an amazing way. It is not just provision. Fa God is father and mother. So he loves us, comforts us, and provides for us. So I want to bring some healing to some of you today because you've had questions about this. You've thought that it was unfair. Why is this my life story? Why was I not giving a loving father? Why was I not covered? A lot of you have been put into terrible situations simply because you did not have a protector you did not have someone guiding you and advising you on your journey of childhood a lot of you males and females because a lot of times we focus in on boys who did not have fathers in their lives but a lot of the girls are also left to the streets left out here uncovered because they don't have a man protecting them they did not have a man telling them what type of men they should connect with. So the girls are just connecting to anyone that will give them money, that will say that they will take care of them. And they're put in very horrible situations with men that do not love them. But they did not have an example. Because a good father gives a girl an example of what kind of man she's supposed to marry and connect with and have children with. But if she doesn't have it, She's just out here trying. And unfortunately, there's a lot of predatory men or boys that pull these girls in and abuse them mentally, physically, emotionally. And by the time they realize what's going on, so much damage has been caused. So I'm here for the girls and the boys, the men who did not have an example on how to be a husband and a father, but you have been trying and unfortunately, you've been making a lot of mistakes in your marriage, a lot of mistakes in your parenting of your children because you did not see an example every day of a father. And these things come up, especially around Father's Day. There are people that you, you wonder, why didn't they not get it together? Why was my father not present? Why did my father not understand the importance of his role in my life? Why did he not make decisions? that would have him in the home raising us. Because fathers, I know a lot of you believe that um, you're doing the best that you can, but you are not in that home. So it's a lot of things that you're not seeing. 
Even though you say, I pay child support, I provide for my children, I see them on the weekends, I see them on the holidays. Because you're not there every day, there are some things you're missing. Because you're not communicating with your children every day, you can't possibly see them. Because you're not seeing their affect, their emotions when they come home. You're not hearing the conversations every day about their day. And so sometimes when you come in to discipline them and they feel like you don't know everything and you don't know them, you get a lot of pushback and a lot of rebellion from these children. I'm trying to bring clarity to some of you today. It is not to make you feel bad. I want to bring clarity so that you now can start to think about your philosophy as a father. Ladies, I want some of you to think about your philosophy of who you are choosing to father your children, who you are trying to get in relationships with, because it leaves lasting effects on the children. So let's talk about first those of you who do not know your father at all. He is not in your life. You may not even know who this person is, or if you know this person, you may have reached out. They do not want to connect, and you are left broken. You are left feeling um, neglected. You're left feeling abandoned. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with the pain of rejection of saying, this person does not care for me. This person is not seeing me as their child. They don't think it's as important. How do you deal with abandonment? How do you deal with the father that is simply disconnected from thinking that is his responsibility? It's hard. It's hurtful. So let me tell you how you will have to deal with it. God will bring others in your life to father you. And I know someone is like, that's, that's your answer. So I don't get to be with my birth parent. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. And I'll tell you why. Because God wants that for you. But sometimes his protection of you is that he keeps you from some of these people. I know in your heart, in your head, you have this fantasy thought. That if I just knew my father, if my father was in my life, if we just hung out more, if he would just connect to me more, my life would be better. But I want to give you a perspective today that some of these men do not have the character, do not have the right spirit of God within them to raise you. In fact, if they got to you, they would ruin you. They would destroy you. They're not in a place to properly father you. They're not an example that God wants for you to follow. So whereas you're praying, God, connect me with this person. Get them in a place where they can be with me. God says, I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you and you do not see it that my protection is to keep that person where they are. And when I say keep them, God can work within their heart and say, hey, you need to connect with your child. But every human being is given a will. So unless your father wills and wants to grow in his character, grow in who he is and become a better person and a man and a good father, God is like, nope, I'll leave you right there. Because your parent has to make a decision. I want to discipline myself. I want to grow up for my children. I want to become responsible for my children. That man has to make a decision. I think having children is one of the most beautiful gifts God ever gives us because having children makes you change. A lot of us having children, I'll say for myself, made me say, I got to be good for them. 
I got to give them a good example. I got to show them that some things are possible. It's possible not to fall into certain sins. I need to show them that it's possible to get out of sins. I need to show my children it's possible to have goals and reach them. It's possible to work hard and build a family. So for me, having a children was a good thing. It made me a different person, a better person. But some humans, some people do not look at having children as that. They don't look at children as someone that can motivate me to be a better person. They simply just look at the child as a burden, something that's here to take from me, to take my freedom, to take my money, to take my time. They do not look at the child as a gift given to them by God because you were a gift given to your father. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care if your parents were married. I don't care how you got here. You were a gift in your father's life for God to say, you now have a child. You now have a seed in the earth. Get yourself together. And some of these men did not do that. Their their priorities and the things they were chasing were more important to them, where they were chasing money. Whether they were chasing women, chasing fame, chasing their own name being great. They did not look at the child and chase being good in that child's eyes. They did not chase um, their child honoring them one day. They did not chase that. That wasn't as important. And I'm sorry if that is your story. I'm sorry if your parent did not believe that having your affirmation and your love was as important as having somebody else's. It happens because we are human and we are flesh. And a lot of these men were not raised by men that taught them to be a good father. If you look at your father's life, you have to study who raised him. You have to study who was his father. Because we give this, 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 this um, scripture all the time. Raise a child in the way that he will go and he will not depart. Whoever raised your father trained him into a way to be as a father so when you wonder why is your father all over the place why is your father not there you have to wonder who was his father what did his father show him was his father even there a lot of things our fathers are not doing is because they have no point of reference to even do it their father did not support them and come to their games their father did not um did not nurture them did not provide for them so they are not doing it because they did not experience a man doing that for them they were left to the streets so just because they had a child it did not click something in their head to say let me become this person that I never saw before now can a man become something that he was not raised to be yes he can if he wills to do so and gets under the authority of God and good male mentors he can learn he can be trained he can't be disciplined, but there are some men that do not want to. That's not a goal for them to be there and be important in the lives of their children and to have well-rounded children that are loved and feel loved by them. People, it's just a reality. We are human beings. We are flesh. And all of us do things that are selfish if we act out in the flesh. You, me, all of us can have a very selfish outlook on life if we do not accept God and his spirit and his authority in our lives, we will always do what's best for us. And a lot of your fathers, unfortunately, are doing what's best for them or they did what was best for them at the time. It's just a fact. And all you can do is say, God, forgive him. 
for I know for he knew not what he was doing. That's the same prayer Jesus prayed on the cross for all of the sinners of the world. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And your father truly did not understand the great impact, the great emptiness he left and how fearful he made you and insecure by not being in your life. They have no clue. These men do not. They don't. Because a lot of them never received it for themselves. So they believe you'll be all right. I didn't get it. So you didn't get it. You'll be all right. And they're not all right. Some of them won't admit that they're not okay because they did not have that. And they did not want it enough for you to change. They didn't. They didn't see it because when we are separated from God, we are blind to our role in our children's lives. When we are separated from God, we are blind to our role in anybody's life. When we do not let the Holy Spirit guide our treatment of people, we can be all over the place. And I'm sorry if your parent was all over the place. But I still want you, if your father is alive, pray for him. Pray for him still. But I want you to say, God, I am open to number one, you being my father. Because when I tell you God is the greatest provider, he is the greatest protector. He is the greatest priest in your life to lead you to what you're supposed to be doing. He can define a path for your life. He can do that. Um, I want to go to the scriptures about a, a few things. Because fathers, I want to tell you some of the things that the characteristics that God expects you to have. Paul said in First Thessalonians 2, 11 through 12. For you know that we dealt with you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting and encouraging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. The first role that you should have fathers is to encourage your children and then lead them into lives that are worthy of God. I know you are pushing your children in a lot of activities because you think that's going to bring them money, fame and success. That's all good. But the first thing you need to be pushing them to is the will of God for them and for them li living a life worthy of God's glory. You need that's the first thing you need to put into your sons and your daughters, because if you push them into these things, but you do not push God into them, they are going to fail and they're going to be resentful of you later. And this is where a lot of relationships between father and children go downhill because the father then later on is like, why is this child rebellious? Why is this child not listening to me? My son is not listening to me. He became a man and he didn't listen because you did not put a reverence for God in his heart on a lot of things. And fathers, you cannot forget that while you're bouncing the ball with them and doing all this other stuff. Do not forget to put a reverence for God in their lives, because even when your relationship with them gets torn apart or they, things are going on that shouldn't or they're rebelling, God will convict their heart. God will humble them. God will speak to them in their quiet place. But that's if you created that seed in them. If you planted that seed, that's what's going to come out. But fathers, if you don't, it won't. I want to give you another scripture. This is Moses speaking to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 1, 29 through 31. It says, the Lord, your God, who is going before you, will fight for you as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes and in the wilderness. There you saw how the Lord, your God, carried you as a father carries his son all the way you went until you reached this place. Parents, it is our duty, it's our job, especially fathers. That you continue to work with your children through their mistakes, through their challenges, and you keep carrying them, praying for them, guiding them, advising them until they reach the goal God has for their life. We don't want to get so upset with our, with our children, fathers, 
that we throw them away. That we do that we say, well, you're just going to have to hit a hard wall and I'm not talking to you anymore. No, that's not what we do. There are times where our children are in rebellion and we have to let them go. But we continue to pray over them. We continue to speak love into them. To ever stop talking to your child is wicked. It's wrong. We don't ever want to be in place where we tell our children, I'm not talking to you. I'm not answering your phone call because they didn't do something that we uh, that we wanted them to do. It's wrong because you're leaving them out there for the wolves. One of the greatest depictions we have is the prodigal son. The story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. The prodigal son told his father, give me my inheritance. (laughs) He said, give me my inheritance. And he wanted to just go and spend it on women and fun. And he blew all this money. But it says when he was sitting somewhere and he was sitting around pigs in this pig pen, And he was eating with the pigs. It said he came to himself. And he said, even my father's servants don't live this bad. And he said, I'm going to go back to my daddy's house and ask him, can I be a servant? Because I've wronged you. I've done so much wrong. But God, he was going back to ask his father, can I just be a servant? He came to himself. Your children are going to come to themselves. And it says, as he was coming up the road. His father leaped for joy, praised God, and received him. He told his servants, go and put a ring on his finger, uh, sandals on his feet, and a robe around his neck. Because that's my child returning home. See, this, this story was given. Jesus gave this story because he wanted to, number one, depict how God receives us. Even when we're sinners, even when we turn away from him, God will always receive us. But this is also a depiction for you parents, especially you fathers. You need to always have a welcome and opening space for your children to come back to a place of peace, a sanctuary, a safe haven that you need to create for them. That no matter if they go out here and this world beats them up, they need to know I have a father I can return to. For those of you who do not have that, I want you to understand, number one, God can be that for you. And number two, he can create that for you through mentors coaches the uncles the godfathers the neighbors the people in your life he wants to give that to you but you got to be open to it don't get so hard and bitter because a man did not raise you in the home and you felt like you were mistreated and left out there that you will not see receive mentorship from a godly man god can bring godly men in your life but a lot of men will not receive that so now you are parenting from a hurt place Now you're being a husband from a hurt place because you are arrogant or too prideful out of your hurt to receive instruction from other men. Men don't do that. Say, God, I didn't get it. But if you're going to give it to me, give it to me, Lord. Send good men in my life to help father me, to help mentor me, to help give me what I did not get from my father because I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father. I just want to simply be a good man, even if you're not a a husband or a father. A lot of you men are trying to navigate life and don't know how to navigate it because you did not receive the training and the assistance of a good man in your life. I'm sorry you went through that. I'm sorry you were left out there like that. That was not your fault. You didn't ask for it. But God says there's something good I can give you in spite of it. He said your father was not equipped. He could not raise you. He would have ruined you. Some of you have become phenomenal people Regardless of having your father in your life, some of you men, you women, I'm telling you, you become phenomenal people in spite of it. But God protected a lot of you from 
fathers that could not raise you. And I pray you hear me that hear hear that tonight. God's protection was to keep you. To keep you separate from some of these men, because he did not want them putting bad patterns into you and abusive behaviors towards you that would have wrecked you. I know that sitting here today, how good God has been to me to protect me in a lot of ways. But he brought phenomenal other people in my life, other men in my life, other people to father me. And he has been the greatest father. So I pray you hear me tonight that there is healing for you. And if you need to go through counseling, as I did, then reach out to tarabody.com or email me at info at tarabody.com. And I will help walk you through your process because there is healing for this. There is healing for this. There is peace for this. There is a reconciling of your heart to God that you won't even be affected by this anymore. There is a place you can get to where you will be just fine. And God can make you the greatest parent. Even if you didn't receive that training, he can help you. I promise he can. Ladies, if you did not receive that fatherhood in your life, I promise you God can be a father to you. He can give that to you, that protection, that security, that provision. And then especially if you're a young woman and you don't have you haven't chosen a mate yet, you really want to get with the character of God. You really want to see his character so that when you are choosing a man, you choose one that have the character of God, one that will love you unconditionally, one that will be there to cover your faults, one that will provide for you and have no problem with it. One that will protect not only your person, your physical body, but your emotions and your mind. You don't need to be with men that do not protect your emotions and your mind. You need men that love you with the love of God. And so I pray you gain something from tonight. And I pray that God gives you peace and rest in this situation. This is Tara Body with another episode of God in Therapy. Take care. Mm-hmm.